I, I think in February, for me, speaking for myself, is a month I have to consciously choose joy. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know right. I, I would love to be able to, you know, like, be joyful in all circumstances. I'm, I'm not, and especially mm-hmm. in February. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. We're a trio of educators who have plenty of questions about teaching and learning and school culture, and we believe in the value of reflection and collaboration as we seek to keep growing as teachers. This podcast is our place for thinking out loud together about issues in education and why they might matter to Christian educators. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. My name's Matt Beamers. I'm Abby DeGroat. And I'm Dave Mulder. Friends, we're always looking for topics of conversation and feedback, so please email us at hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. That's hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. We really want to hear from you. Dave and Abby, we are in the middle of February. Yes, we are. We're recording this on a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, an email went out. Um, asking people on campus to guess when the large oh, snow right. piles were going to be totally gone. Yep. And I was so depressed thinking about that as I put the middle of April down. It made me realize spring is a long ways away. I that means, how tall do you think that thing is? It's got to be 10 feet tall at this oh, point. Oh, at least. At least. I I'm, was going to guess higher. I'm yeah. six and a half and yeah. it's way yeah. over my head. Yeah, yeah. So. I was going to say 15 to 20. <laughs> yeah. It's It's... Right now, it's the highest point in Iowa. <laughs> Hawkeye Point, you got nothing. You got nothing on the mountain of snow outside the window. But I was thinking about that as I put April. And I, to say depressed is obviously too strong of a word. But I was sort of like, oh, like we've got a ways to, ways to, to go. go. That's and, right. and I couldn't help but think about... I couldn't help but think about Narnia, where mm-hmm. someone says it's always winter and, <laughs> and never, never Christmas. Christmas. Oh, so, yes. anyways, so in that context, yeah. in that context, Dave, I think you were forming yeah. a topic for today, and, and maybe you can can share a little sure. bit about that as as I shed a few tears yeah. over here. So I always think February, just there's doldrums, right? Like this is the part of the year where I feel like the novelty of the beginning has worn off (laughs) and we're kind of into the slog and I had a situation early in my teaching career Um, the school I was teaching at the teachers often gathered in the uh, faculty room at the end of the day and we would just have a cup of coffee and kind of check in debrief which was a lovely lovely thing Mm -hmm. and I was a a newbie teacher this is my first couple years of teaching and I was already sitting had my cup of coffee in hand and a colleague a, a seasoned veteran teacher flops down in the chair next to me and sighs and his, his comment is always stuck with me. He says, February is the shortest month, but oh, it's the longest month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel that in my bones mm-hmm. this time of year. And I love my work. I love everything I get to do. And yet it's just, yeah. it's the doldrums, right? Yeah. And so I guess that's the question I have. How can we beat the doldrums? How can we reinvigorate ourselves, find some joy and delight, even though we know it's months until the end? Christmas vacations in the rearview mirror. Spring break is a long ways off yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're in this in-between time. How do we find joy? Yeah. How do we find delight? How do we find delight knowing this pile of snow has got four <laughs> months left? I'll, I'll tell you one. This is this has nothing to do with education, but one of the things I noticed and always gives me hope is the days getting longer. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. the, like, like the that, physical light. The physical light. Yeah. Like I, I really notice that. So yeah. I'm an early, like ridiculously early riser. And so I notice through the end of November and December, like waking up in the dark. Mm-hmm. And this morning, and I took a picture of it and I, I sent it in our family group chat that I got up pretty, pretty early and you could already start seeing the mm-hmm. orange on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just really struck me. I was like, <gasps> like an audible gasp. I was like, I haven't seen that mm. in, a, in a long time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden noticing, oh, at night, it's just a light yeah, a, just little a little bit, bit light. longer. Yeah. So, so I know that's not a way to beat the doldrums. But, but I guess it's part for me. And I talked about this a little bit in, in class today, actually, this idea of like, just paying attention to the yeah. things that do mm-hmm. give you life. Like, mm-hmm. like for me, I love sunrises. I love sunsets too, but I just really love watching the sunrise. It, it gives yeah. me, it gives me hope. Um, someone back in British Columbia um, put a few pictures of crocuses blooming, and I know we're a long ways from that. And it, and it yeah. gave me hope, though, right? This yeah, idea sure. of like spring is coming. The mm. days are getting longer. Uh, we were above. Uh, 30 degrees Fahrenheit here, which is one or two degrees Celsius this That's week. That's not nothing. And, it, no. and you could feel it. Like, I had students wear shorts to class, and I teach at 8 a.m. Right? Uh, right? Oh, and, yeah. But, but I love it. Like, I My love it. My kids were out shooting hoops in their yeah. sweatshirts. Yeah. yeah. I had yeah. a day I was driving around. I put the windows down. It's yeah. 38 degrees! <laughs> yeah. So Absolutely. Think, so for me... That's not nothing. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And I know they so just joke. Just noticing the little things. Yeah, like, and I know they joke in the Midwest about false spring. And, yeah. and you know, because we know it's going to get cold and we know there's more. But you know what? Right. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 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 It's just a little reminder that it, yeah. it's coming. So. And it's not, this isn't forever, right? No, that, it isn't forever. <laughs> it, it's not always winter, right? It's yeah. that mm-hmm. idea. So, anyway, that, that's where I'll start is just paying attention. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. How about you, Abby? Yeah, I think mine comes from not necessarily my own teaching but my kids school this week um they and we did it too when I taught high school is we would always put like a fun week oh, in yeah. the middle of February sure for the students to look forward to so um what used to be around homecoming when our the high school I worked at had homecoming in the winter before they had football mm-hmm. and then it was just a fun like it was like a winter I can forget what they called it fun Fridays in February we've done nice. or like other sort yeah. of winter fun weeks at my kids school they call it spirit week and they do a different dress up day every day today mm, yeah. I believe the eighth graders were taking on the teachers in a volleyball game nice that yeah. my kids were very excited to cheer on yeah. and they, they cheer for the teachers or the, for the it was split graders. in my house oh yeah wow. <laughs> yeah my first grader was still firmly on the teacher side what mm. yeah but my older two were definitely on the what kind the student side. You gotta speak to that guy. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, I think it's sweet. He loves yeah, his teachers. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy it while you can. I know. Yeah, that's right. Can. Yeah. So even things like that gets them excited and switches up the routine, helps them to just like mm. focus on something else. The the cooks at my kids' school are really great about doing fun theme days and oh, they'll yeah. do that yeah. in that's February, awesome. like at lunch. Yeah. Um, do fun theme lunches or things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So anything just to sort of break the monotony. Yeah, yeah. and the yeah. and it's just a culture builder. Yeah, for I sure. think um, my sixth grader is really into intramurals right now yeah. during their noon sure recess cool. yeah. things like that. Cool. Yeah, and to be able to throw themselves into it, right? Yeah, like to yeah, to, yeah a reason to go, a reason to 
Yeah. Yeah. Look forward yeah, to it. Because even, even in the morning, right, when it's hard mm-hmm. to go to school for a student, it's like, ah, but we got that teachers mm-hmm. versus student yeah. volleyball yeah. game. I right. can, like, it's or, like for some kids, it's yeah. just enough to or get career them going. day. See what everybody yeah. is. And, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you go as career day? Can I ask? Oh, I can't remember if I ever did a career day. Hmm. I don't know. Librarian? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot. The truth hurts. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. no, no. <laughs> My guess is I just didn't dress up. So I <laughs> this is Abby DeGroote. Okay. She's really fun at parties. <laughs> <laughs> She is actually. She is. Dave, how how about you? That's right. February doldrum. So one of my go-to strategies when I was teaching middle school would be I would always try to save um, like a mini unit, like just even three or five days, something I was going to teach in the curriculum Mm -hmm. anyway, Um, but like save it for February when I knew I would kind of be at that point where I just needed something yeah, I need something different. And it would bring me joy just teaching it because it was something that I loved. And it would bring delight to the students usually because it was like, it felt like something out of the ordinary. Like I'm just like, hey, we're in the middle of this unit on the human body. And instead, we're just going to build yeah. these maglev cars mm-hmm. in, in science, in the science mm-hmm. lab this week instead. And they're kind of like, what are we doing? That's weird. And <laughs> I had a, a colleague who was really good at this uh, when I taught at the Christian school here in Sioux Center. And uh, Steve Kroll was my um we, man, we had uh, adventurous pedagogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so we would come up with these crazy ideas for challenges for the students. Like, well, the one I brought one time was, can they keep a block of ice from melting for 24 hours? Oh, yeah. Like, can you keep a block of ice from melting? Because it's snowing and cold. Yeah. Right. It was a science thing. And so Steve was like, that's great. Let's do this. And so we worked it into this whole unit where they were doing a lot of math to calculate the volume. They had to, like, prove to us they had. So our, our strategy was if they can limit the melting to not more than 10 milliliters of water or 10 milligrams of ice or 10 grams of ice per hour, um, then they'd have ice left at the end of it. So they had to prove to us it was 240 um, milliliters of water to start with, right? So they had to do some calculating the volume and stuff. Um, And anyway, they had their time to crack open this thing at a certain time of day. They had to get it out of the freezer so they could put it in in the science lab and let it thaw out. And it was just delightful for the students, but for us, too. I got to tell the story because this is so funny. Um, Steve and I were watching the kids at work. They're constructing these projects, and they, you know, brainstorming all these ideas for what are they going to do to keep this ice cube from melting. And as I'm walking around, I hear this group talking, and one of the young ladies, and she's an eighth grader, and says, well, you know, my mom will take a pound of ground beef out of the freezer at the, in the morning, and it'll still be frozen, like, in the evening. And, and when she's ready to start cooking supper, so why don't we pack this ice cube in meat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what, what is happening? You're like, I'm dying, right? And so I go over to see you. I'm like, get a load of this. So I got a packet of hamburger. You would not believe, like, half the ice was left in that yeah. one. Like, like a huge amount. And, like, yeah. and it was just so joyful and delightful for us as teachers because we had no idea. Like, we yeah. weren't scoffing, like, oh, that's not going to work, right? That was the most successful project. Oh, and so for that. us to be just yeah. absolutely blown away by what our students come up with, too, yeah, right? that's fun. So, yeah, I guess that's kind of one of my strategies, right? If you can come up with an interesting problem or a challenge or something that, something you're going to teach anyway, yeah. but, like, make a, a funny twist on it mm-hmm. so that it just kind of catches students by surprise, too. Yeah, I'm, th- yeah. I'm thinking of the of the school where I was at. Every year they would do an egg drop. And so yeah, they, they yeah. T- you know, 
into math and science mm -hmm. and it was design and artwork and I can remember all these Disney characters and stuff and there, so was, there was no limits right and yeah and then Danny the the principal would go up on the on the roof of the school and he'd always wear his cat in the hat hat his big nice hat and and the whole student body would be out there 500 kids and and he would just literally toss them off one after another and and then it would land and sometimes you could audibly hear the, sm the smash of the <laughs> So then good. every time it landed, the student would go up, go out there and unpack it. And, yeah. and if the egg, if the egg wasn't broken, he'd hold it up like yeah. a statue. <laughs> there was great rejoicing in the land. Uh, and so I, I think it's just those things, right? Of yeah. like, how can we do learning mm -hmm. and build community? Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, both. informal learning. Yeah, right? and if yeah. it is both, great, just, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it makes me, I have a friend who, who talks about this idea of, of choose joy. That was mm -hmm. sort of his storyline. Um, and, I, I, you know, there was this book called Choose Joy Because Happiness Isn't Enough. And oh, part, yeah. of me, part of me is like, well, but, it, but there's a truth to it, right? Is mm -hmm. this idea of, I, I think in February, for me, speaking for myself, is a month I have to consciously choose joy mm -hmm. right. and I know right. I would love to be able you know like be joyful in all circumstances I'm, I'm not and especially mm -hmm. in February yeah. I'm not I'm not <laughs> joyful in many circumstances <laughs> if I'm quite honest and it's a it's a hard month for me I, I know I've always personally to be vulnerable struggled in February and I don't mm -hmm. know if it's a darkness mm -hmm. thing I don't I come from a place where it seemed to rain all of February mm, yeah. but that choose joy is really Resonated because I think it is different than happiness, right? Like yeah, you're yeah. gonna have tough days, but to to look around and say like, where are the mo the mm -hmm. moments of joy? Like to find joy in ice packed in, yeah, or even rhythms that you can build, right? I used to read to my high school students, yeah. like oh, yeah. pick a book that yeah. you know, and spread it out, and be like, we're gonna we're gonna bring back the teacher. Mm read aloud, right? Sure. Just for, for nothing else than, than what, the joy we get. What's one from, book you remember reading to your students in high school? I need oh, to put you on the spot. I'm not going to be able to come up oh, with one. Okay. Let yeah. me think. Well, we used to read plays quite a bit, and I would just read, or I'd read poetry, yeah. or um, I'm not going to be able to think of a book that I read. But, it may, but as you're saying, though, like even that... It makes me realize everyone loves being read to. Mm -hmm. Like everyone loves yeah, yeah. a good story. Yeah, a picture book. We yeah. do that sometimes. Yeah. Some of the connected to whatever we are studying. Sure. Sometimes the tension, though, you can feel as a teacher, though, right? Is is that doesn't seem like learning? Mm -hmm. Like what standards oh, right. am, I, am I hitting? And and I also wonder, like, is there a case there for as teachers? Like, how do you also give yourself? grace like mm. like I don't want to be flippant about it to, but to say like in the big scheme of thing those 20 minutes could go a lot further like reading for 20 minutes oh, yeah. and go like would you would you agree oh, I would with totally that? agree with that and th this is why I sometimes use that phrase permission to play right mm -hmm. like so take it you you have permission yeah. to play in your mm -hmm. in your pedagogy in your teaching practice and like it's okay yeah. I think it's okay we're so worried about time on task and time on task matters I, I'm not saying that but I think sometimes we're so worried about time on yeah. task that we don't remember to just like be delightful with our students. Yeah. Be a little whimsical and, yeah. and be silly with them, right? Like, that's good, too. Yeah, and it makes me wonder if, like, to, to be whimsical and silly and funny or to read for 20 minutes, 
you might get more done in the 20, 25 minutes preceding that than in 45 or 50 minutes Mm -hmm. of everybody just... Well, there's, yeah, there's research about that that I teach in one Education 135, our Intro to Psych class about outdoor play Mm -hmm. and physical activity, Mm -hmm. right? So you think that it takes away, or even stretching in the middle of a class, or... You think that it takes away class time, but the productivity in the other mm. minutes greatly increases. Yeah. It makes um, a huge difference. It then, does. Right? Mm-hmm. I think other small things you can do, right? Like I often, this would be the time of the year where I would totally rearrange the furniture in my classroom. Oh, yeah. Right? Like make oh. a different side of the room the front even, like yeah. to that to that mm-hmm. level of rearranging. Get the students involved in it. Mm-hmm. Like let them help. Like let's figure out what's a different way we could have this arranged, right? The other one I saw recently that I thought was so great was like, well, there's research about um, in middle schools hanging up a mirror in your classroom and how good that is for, for kids just to like check in on themselves in the day, Aww. right? And to like see like that they're looking okay, they're yeah. doing okay, right? Yeah. So, But then the twist on that was start putting like ridiculous thought balloons on it. So when you look yeah. at yourself in the mirror, it says, I am on fire today or yeah. <laughs> something like that. And like the kids that. just, you know, yeah. get some. And those are small things. Oh, but no, totally. yeah. My sister always had a mirror in her classroom. And it just said Imago Day underneath. Oh, yeah. And I just love that idea, right? Of just like. It you, keeps it in front of them. Oh, yeah. You're looking at the image of God, right? Mm. It's you. It's like, I just, I just always love that, man. It's so Those good. little reminders, I think. Well, I think it's what you said. Those small things, I think, make way bigger. Like, we'll never know. But I just think, I trust that it makes a bigger impact than yeah. we realize. Yeah, that's right. You know, I think I've seen it in maybe it was schools around here back in BC where a bunch of a bunch of seniors in the high school, a bunch of senior girls in the high school left a bunch of notes in like the grade eight or nine bathroom on the mirror, right? Just things like you are loved, like filled it with sticky yeah. notes, just positive. You're loved, you're valued, you're beautiful, and it was just like I thought it was the most beautiful, the most beautiful thing. Yeah, it was right? a neat it was, idea. It was just like just a reminder, right? Who yeah. you are. And why not keep that? Let, let's celebrate that. No, totally. Or I, I saw a really good one online recently, like start leaving funny notes around your classroom and your school, right? So next to the photocopier, you leave a note that says, mm-hmm. Comic Sans is not allowed in this school, and in parentheses, unless you're writing short stories about unicorns. Or, I mean, just like yeah. silly, delightful things like that. Um, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll mm-hmm. Center or Tootsie Pop? Mm-hmm. Leave your guesses here. You know, or something just silly to... Yeah. And I think those are small things, but like you can be ridiculous too. It, we've had, it's been... Uh, one thousand days since our last grizzly bear attack on this campus, or whatever. Yeah. Right? But just yeah. like bring in some of that silliness, and and sometimes that's going to be the weird thing that gets your students right, or, or kind of helps them get past the right. the doldrums too. Right. Yeah, and you'd be surprised, like how how that might connect with some students in a way you may not even realize. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Right? Because it's it's a heavy time for for everyone, and maybe if it's not for that specific student, it is at home, or yeah, we have no idea what's going on in these kids' right. lives. Right. That's right. So. A good belly chuckle is good for everyone, anyone at any time, but maybe especially in, in February. Mm-hmm. Friends, we know that your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for joining us today for another Hallway Conversation. Whether it's this day, this week, this month, or this year, we hope the Lord gives you what you stand in need of. And we'd like to send you from here with this blessing. So to our listeners to, for whom we are so thankful. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good week. This podcast was literally dreamed up during one of our actual hallway conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. 
Hallway Conversations is created and produced by Matt Beamers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Hey, we have a favor to ask of you. Would you be willing to rate this podcast or write a review in your podcast app? Or if you found this conversation interesting or helpful, would you consider sharing it on your social media? Those things really do help podcasters out, and we would be so, so grateful. Thanks for listening, friends. It's been a thousand days since our last grizzly bear attack. I mean, no, that's awesome. I've never heard that before. I just am picturing, yeah, somebody crosses it out right zero. We're like, what? Yeah, totally. We should put a sign like that out in that. Totally. Zero.